Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? What's today? Wednesday? The days. Woo. So yesterday, I am working from home, and I tend to work when I'm at home because, uh, you know, I run my own business, and <laughs> if you're not working, you're not getting anything done. I tend to do more work when I work from home because no one wants to chit-chat, I'm not uh, in need of a distraction. I'm not secretly tired, so I'm going to go talk to somebody. You know what I mean? Uh, But yesterday, I actually had to venture out in the morning to go to the store. So this is why I need people to start complying. You have to stand outside in front of a store. They're only going to let so many people in. Uh, Stores have changed their hours, and it's not on the Internet. And you're standing outside. Uh, Yesterday, again, most people had on masks, but a lot of people didn't. And, uh, you know, I I went to two stores and that literally took like two hours because the way they have the checkout lanes, um, there's not. And I needed to stock up because I hadn't been to the store like that in probably three or four weeks. So we had started to run out of like essential things. And the stores don't have all the essential things. You still can't find a decent cleaning product or brand you recognize. Um, And it's just frustrating because it's like (sighs) Trump gets on TV and tells you to wear a mask. He's not going to wear one. It's totally optional. And it's like, what is the point? (laughs) Um, And I get it. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't need a mask or I'm not sick. And that part I don't get. I At first, I was reluctant to wear a mask. And then, you know, you start thinking, well, this shit is probably airborne. They don't know. That's the problem. There's so many things you don't know. So if the recommendation from the CDC is to wear a mask, then I'm going to wear a mask. And, you know, to go out here and see so many people, especially people of color, who this disease is pounding because of underlying health conditions... And I'm going to tell you something. I'm tired. At first, I thought, oh, okay, I was too glib. This disease is going to get rid of dumb people. That's great. I was very glib in the beginning. And then I felt bad about that. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be glib. People are for real dying. Yeah. And some of the people that are dying are because they are dumb. They just don't take this seriously enough. And I'm frustrated because I went out yesterday and you know, I did my shopping in one area and I come closer to where I live and people of color are not wearing masks. They're not, uh, they're not even pretending to stand six feet apart. And then I get infuriated because now the media has picked up on this message. Well, they're dying disproportionately. What are you going to do about it? Listen, I talk about accountability on this podcast all the time. And I believe people need to be accountable for their own actions. So if you're going to insist on not wearing a mask, standing all up on each other, having to have your Easter celebrations and having to go to church uh, and having to do this and you just got to do that. I don't I don't feel bad for you. If you get this disease and you die from it, that's your fault. I'm tired of black people being victimized or or being made to believe that everything we do, we're a victim of something. You're a victim if you decide that you claim your victimhood. 
You know, and it's like, stop feeling sorry for people who don't deserve your pity. That's not true for everybody. I'm not speaking in generalizations, but you know who I'm talking about because you've seen them. And I had another guy next to me at the grocery store who was not black. He walks up with a car full of shit and he's like, this is dumb. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's crowded. It's no, this is dumb. I've been all over. And he got as close to me as normal with his cart. And I was like, yo, so you don't believe in the virus. Ah, that I've been traveling all around the country when the stuff started in China and, and, um, I'm still here. And I'm like, that's completely not the point. And so I moved forward as close as I felt comfortable getting to the guy in between without getting out of line. And I mean, and this dude has no mask. He's looking all glib and happy like, you know, you guys are suckers. And now we got to stand in these long ass lines. And I'm thinking every person who defends their behavior starts the sentence with I. And that's the problem. You're fucking selfish. I've been all around and I ain't sick. I feel fine. I Every single person I've talked to who isn't taking this seriously starts their sentence with I. I, I don't feel sick. I think I already had it. I this, I that. And it's like, that's not the point. The point is we need to stop spreading this shit. And here's the kicker. In that particular store, an, an employee had just tested positive for COVID-19 which means this thing could be living on the cart you have right now and getting into your body right now. And you're so busy talking about how how you don't uh, see the problem. I mean, I, p- some people are dumb as rocks. And I'm not limiting it just to uh, men, because I've seen mostly men not following the rules, not wearing gloves, not wearing masks. I'm not limiting it to just black people who I've seen video of people having block parties. And I've seen for myself, many, many people of color, black folks, not wearing masks, not doing six feet apart, not even close to trying. I've seen that. I'm not limiting it to one particular type of person. Well, gender or race. I am limiting it to a type of person who is stubborn and selfish. And you know what if you all kick from this that's your own fault and I'm tired of feeling sorry for people who won't follow any rules and who aren't accountable for their own behavior and and black people just keep falling for the oak joke we just will take all the pity we can get because of slavery I'm not diminishing any of it it was all horrible and an enslaved people for 400 years is atrocious that is egregious and it's a terrible blight on our history. However, in 2020, how are we using slavery as a reason why it's okay uh, to, to not hold people accountable for not giving a shit about their own health and welfare and children's health and welfare? I'm just sorry. I just I have a problem with that. We still need to be accountable for our behavior. Two wrongs don't make a right. And I want this shit to go away. And it's not going to go away if people don't start acting like, even if you believe in your heart is a hoax or whatever, this hoax can kill you. So I'm, I just, I am stunned and amazed and livid. And I've, I've probably, uh, crossed some lines here. Um, 
But I mean, I'm really frustrated and I'm tired of every time something happens to black people, uh, we get a pass. You know, well, this is happening disproportionately. Maybe sometimes it's our own fault that it's happening disproportionately. And nobody wants to say it. Everybody wants to be, well, you can't say that. That just, I'm not trying to let nobody off the hook for nothing other than what you, what you should be held on the hook for. If you're walking around here shooting and killing people and you're going to jail, I don't feel bad for you. And, and the people who are trying to reform them or whatever, if you don't live in a neighborhood that is a vulnerable community, I'm not understanding why you think it's okay to let them out of jail. I mean, this is just incredible to me. I have witnessed some of the most reckless behavior, and it's all because America is so steeped in race. If we could just have one conversation that wasn't affected by race, that would do us all a huge solid. And the reality is, I don't feel sorry for anybody who's walking around here acting like this disease isn't a big deal. I don't care what color you are. And I I just wish the news and everybody would stop making people feel, try to feel sorry for black people dying. I looked out the day that I saw the story. I think I had to go to the store. Um, So I've been in the house mostly except to go to the store. And, you know, I'm a caregiver, so we eat different things and we need medicines. We got to go get our prescriptions and stuff so when I'm out I look and it's so many people and I'm not saying all black people I see don't have on masks that's not true but it is definitely a large number of black people if you go into certain communities you will see they are not wearing masks they're not interested in masks and they're not interested in social distancing and then also the people I've seen that have been super stubborn about it you know what I think I've seen a lot of, uh, I haven't seen a lot of Asian people, but I just don't see a lot of Asian people in St. Louis. This is a, this city has a lot of diversity in it, but oddly you, you don't see it a lot because the neighborhoods are so segregated and it's mostly segregated on by income. One thing you will never see in the hood is a bunch of Asians. I don't know how they manage to do that, but they never live in the hood and, uh, not in St. Louis. In St. Louis, you you have black poor neighborhoods, you have white poor neighborhoods, you have middle class neighborhoods that are um, usually mixed in some form or fashion. And, um, you know, the it's just the poor black neighborhoods stay black. That's it. There's no poor white. That's what was interesting in Baltimore. In Baltimore, the poor people seem to just all be together. All the races were, I was like, boy, this is really a divorce, a diverse, uh, low income population. Whereas in St. Louis, it's segregated totally. And so it can give you the wrong impression because it's also segregated by class. So you're always like, oh, this is, these are poor people. This is a poor neighborhood. And you get the impression like, oh, it's, you know the largely black areas are largely poor and it wasn't always that way that's what's really strange about st louis um to drive through the areas i used to frequent as a kid now compared to when i took yeah to drive through those the comparisons are stark because not only are they all black they're all black and low income and it's just startling i mean 
people who've moved away and come back after 30 years wouldn't even recognize our childhood. It's really, really deep, but I'm conflating issues. My main issue is please stop feeling sorry for people who aren't putting on masks. And I've seen white people, uh, male and female, without masks, uh, not in as large as a number as I've seen black people in St. Louis without masks, but a lot of people are not wearing masks. Please stop feeling sorry just for black people who aren't doing it. You know what I mean? Like, that bothers me. They, If they get sick and die disproportionately, it's because they haven't been following the rules. Proportionately. And that goes for whoever, you know? I've, like I said, I, yesterday I saw a white female walking a dog, just no mask. I've seen white women. And there was the, the one person in the, the Whole Foods last week when I went to the store. She, uh, there was one white female. She didn't have on a mask. Almost everybody else, which was a more diverse crowd, uh, had on some fashion of a mask, whether they made it or whatever. We had something over our faces. So I don't know. It's just... You got the masks versus the not masks. And, and I've been talking a long time, but my main point is stop feeling sorry just for black people who aren't wearing masks. There's a lot of people not wearing masks. And whoever isn't wearing a mask, if you get sick and die, that's I don't feel sorry for you. And that's just the facts. But I have noticed in certain communities that are largely black, most of them don't have a mask and they're not doing social distancing. And it's really frustrating. And I can't say that's for everywhere, but I certainly see it here where I live. And, uh, you know, I don't feel sorry for you. So I wish the media would stop glomming on the things that make black people victims. I guess ultimately that's my real point. (laughs) We're not victims. Stop making all our movies. uh, You know, the subtlety of every major film featuring a, a black cast right now is set in the past. They're almost all historical pieces um and that's subtle to me but that's to me I think they think they're being so liberal and telling our stories but I also think because you're not including us in contemporary stories that means subtly you don't think we have a future we're still here we're still here and everybody here is not you know out in these streets gunning for their lives you know what I mean so it's like it it just really bothers me the way black people are portrayed in the media, you know, to the point where uh, if you are half black and you run for president and you could string together sentences and you've got some swag and you're cool and smart, you're a unicorn. I mean, come on. That's where that to me is where it's institutionally racist, because I'm telling you, I am not watching another period piece. I almost started watching that self-made thing on uh, Netflix. And I was like, damn it, I forgot. I'm not doing period pieces because you know what? We're still here. We're still alive. And we need to be held accountable for our bad decisions. Come on, man. God.
Bye. Bye.